This one time in real estate, we're back. I'm sure you expected to hear from us. It's Friday and we are back. Season one, episode number 48. But we talked about what, like last week or two weeks ago. When are we rolling this over to season two? So episode 50 is going to season two. So then I think it's actually season two, episode one, which is fine. So there will be an episode 50 or will there be 49? I guess 49 then. Oh man, next week. I know. It's over. That's crazy. Season one's over, but that's a heck of a long season one, 49, almost a year. Wow. It's weird that we didn't actually do through 52. Yeah, that we is We could weird. still call an audible and do all 52. <laughs> we could. All right, we well, might. we'll decide that. But anyway, all right. And it, And your topic is so spot on because... I'm at a good friend's house who happens to be a client. I've sold him multiple homes, sold his son homes, and his other son bought a home in a different city with the referral. The one son said, you know what? I'm thinking about buying another home or upgrading, but you know what? I'm going to wait until interest rates go down. And I'm like, well, it's interesting because common would be like, hey, I'll wait till interest rates go down because my payments will then go down. But you're shaking your head like waiting. If, if, you're, a, if you're a buyer that wants to move, not necessarily needs to move, but really there's some compelling things that you want to move and you're shaking your head like, I don't know about that strategy. And I, by the way, I don't, believe in that strategy. Tell me what you're thinking. Well, so like you said, you spoke with someone. So the holidays, you have lots of conversations with friends and family. And I was just, everyone knows I'm in real estate. We're discussing the housing market. And I had multiple people over the course of a few days that said, yeah, I'd be a buyer if rates came down. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. I'm seeing a trend now. And so obviously the spring market will bring out more buyers. It'll also bring out more inventory, but uh, traditionally, over the last few years, we've seen a significant increase of buyers and decrease of inventory, which has led to a competitive market. And knowing that rates are also ticking down, so we just had our huddle last Tuesday, and I believe that our preferred lender said, you know, they hit a, a peak of about eight percent, and now they're down to about six and a half. Is that what? Yeah. So, um, knowing that they're continuing to come down, I am just at this like, oof, we're at this interesting pivotal moment where for people that are really ready and motivated now is the time and I and and it's all about education versus selling so we were talking about that in training today because you don't want to say oh yeah you should buy today or you never know what it's gonna you know that doesn't sound but if you can say hey traditionally the spring market we see the most buyers entering we see usually the most competition um, during that time period as well. And yes, we do see more houses, but obviously with that then comes a lot more buyers. So if rates also lower and then spring hits, more than likely it's going to be even more buyers than normal. And the inventory is in no way able to catch up to the demand. So we could see some of the most competitive um situation that we've seen in years, which last year was extremely competitive. So I don't know what that would look like. So just when you can use 
kind of, when you can tell a story um, and frame it in a way, if it were my family, I would say, if you're ready today, you may want to look today. If there's a home that you see that you love, I would make a move on it today versus waiting because we don't know what that's going to look like, but we do know what it looks like historically. Um, I definitely think that 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 type of setting of expectations and education is going to be very valuable for agents right now. And it's unique because most everything we buy at any point in time, we buy it, but and we own it at that price. Well, the uniqueness about real estate, certainly when you buy it at any point in time, you're going to own it at that price per se, but the rate, because most things you don't finance, you're going to finance your bigger items like a car, a house. But even a car, it's very unlikely if you that you're going to refinance the rate on your car just because most cars aren't, you know, three, four hundred thousand that are being financed. Whereas a house at three or four hundred thousand, the impact of a higher rate is such that you will refinance that. Now, I'm not one and nor is Sarah to say, buy it today, you can always refinance. I think what we're suggesting is if you think it's going to be a better time when rates come down. It may not be for the reason that there will be more buyers entering the market that have been sitting on the sideline. However, I don't believe that rates even going to five and a half will motivate some of these sellers who are at two and a half and three percent interest rates to all of a sudden now sell. They may be when rates come down to four or three and a half and I can buy and trade up a rate a little bit. I'll sell my home. So I think proportionally speaking, I don't believe that interest rates falling are going to motivate sellers who are in low interest rates to trade up interest rates today. As such, if you find that right home that meets your needs, checks your boxes, setting the right expectations, we're recommending buy that. But we've always been saying, if it's the right time for you and your family to buy, then buy. But don't let interest rates stand in the way because, again, we just saw we saw sellers when they I'm sorry, when buyers, when it hit eight percent, the market is softened a tad. We saw buyers at eight percent just over the last couple of months get better opportunities and they just refight out of those. We're seeing two big refinances right now. One's a great one, one not so good. The good one is you take your 8%, 7.5%, you refied 65 In many of those cases, it's a no-cost refinance. Maybe you pay for an appraisal, but in most cases, a little higher bump up in rate will give you a no-cost uh, 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 refi. Saves you significant dollars. The bad one that's happening right now is, is interest rates is this whole cash out to pay off debt and other, which that, I mean, these credit cards are at 20 and 22. I mean, they're outrageous. So it certainly is great to pay those off. But a whole nother podcast, don't pay those off. And then all of a sudden you have a zero balance and then it grows and it grows and it grows. That's not for this. That will be another conversation. But the important thing to focus our efforts on is exactly what Sarah was saying. Not so fast of thinking I'm going to wait just for rates to come down and I'm going to have better opportunities. Um, it's funny when you were saying over the holidays, you heard a lot of people. I mean, it's just natural. You're um, a face of the organization. You're always putting out uh, your consistency of this podcast, but your consistency of the videos and that. So people see it. People ask you questions. By the way, podcast land. 
that tells you something. Do something so consistent on a weekly basis that people recognize and appreciate. It's not like Sarah's running into a party and saying, I'm in real estate. <laughs> do you? No. Because if you do, nope. we got to we mm-hmm. get rid. No. Nope. People identify because you're giving value, giving value, give it, that they trust you because you're not selling. You don't have no motivation to sell at all. You're giving value. This podcast is giving value to buyers that are considering waiting for interest rates to drop. That's why they asked you, isn't that? Yeah, exactly. And just like we were talking about today in training is that when you're having a buyer consultation, especially right now or even over the next few months, it's so important to just be educating and adding value, like you just said, um, to your buyers and just setting expectations of what they need to expect heading into, uh, I mean, guys, it's, it's January now. If you're, if you're showing properties, their best case scenario, potentially closing at the end of January, now February. Um, and so knowing that that's in, in our market, the early spring is February. I mean, especially if St. Louis continues with a relatively mild, um, winter. So you, they're going to need to be prepared for the spring market and, and the competition that will follow with that. So when you're able to tell that story, um, and use your experiences and, um, situations that you've had with other buyers in order to paint a picture, you're setting them up for success. Um, and then also just I would say, you know, if, if at all possible, make sure that they understand that the sooner that they can kind of get going, it may, it may benefit them. So, um, hopefully everybody can, can use that to your advantage. And I think that you mentioning buyers, absolutely setting right expectations for buyers, but you can wear a different hat and say the same expectations should be set for sellers. I'm going to wait for the spring market if I'm a seller. Well, why are you waiting for the spring market? Well, there's more buyers. Yes, you're right. There's more buyers, but there's also more competition, potentially proportionally more than today. So if there's no reason to not put your home on the market today, get your home on the market. Be especially if your home has a little, a wild butt or two, they're going to be more highlighted in the spring market where there's competition and other, where now they're able to compare and contrast versus now where there's such limited inventory. So again, it's an interesting time. You can wear both hats, but I think they're very correlated. We know what's happening today. We don't know what's going to happen in two or three months. We don't know what's going to happen not only with interest rates, economically, the world. I mean, there is so much going on around the world right now and unrest. We know what we have today. We don't know next year. Again, next year is an election year. I think we'll get more clarity about the election and what's happening and the impact it has over the next few months. But again, so much uncertainty now for sellers, get your home on the market. Buyers, It's a great time to buy if it's the right time for you and your family if you find the right home. No need to settle, but certainly part of the expectations that Sarah's talking about, if she were to have a buyer consultation, she would sit down, understand their wants, their must-haves, their needs on a scale of one to seven, one to 10. How does this home meet your needs? Scale one to 10, say it's a four. Go to the next home. On a scale of 1 to 10, 1 to 7, whichever scale you like, how does this meet your needs? Great, it's a 6. What would make it a 7 or 
what would make it a 10. And by the way, if it's a six out of seven, you should be writing a contract on there. But the more important thing is forget that four that you just saw. Now we're focused on this as the best house. Don't worry about continuing what's going to come up next. What's going to no? if this checks all your boxes, should you wait? If it's a six out of seven, should you wait for the next home? Because it's always something. I mean, when I bought my house, I like still looked at homes. When you bought your car, did you look at, you just bought a car. Did, did you, do you still look at cars? Oh or? no, shut that search down. Good. And there's no such, I mean, again, seven is, if, if we're grading out of seven, seven is a unicorn. Rarely are you going to find a full-blown seven. There will be, I used to say it was a butt factor and can you live with the butt factor? Um, because usually there's going to be something that maybe isn't perfect, but if everything else is, that ultimately that's their choice. If they can live with um, whatever it's missing or whatever, you know, it doesn't Fit, fulfill um, but yeah no that's the scale what is if it's a solid six Sarah solid six out of seven mm -hmm. but you know what Sarah I just want to wait and see if I can get like whatever that thing is and it's probably pretty minor but it may be you know something should I wait that's so so we just talked about this again today in training and I so we probably, and I was not in he training. He was not in training. I probably learned it from you, maybe, or someone along the way. But um, there's a method that I use to work through that, that maybe we'll save for the next episode because um, that way it's a teaser. Fantastic. So I think what we're going to hold off on is I love it, but something may better may come up. Yeah, you're right. There may always be something better to come along. However, it may be a year, two years, 10 years. Who knows? <laughs> but there always may be something better. So, hey, I think we're going to leave that. But the moral of this story is if you're a buyer, there's no need to wait for interest rates to come down. I believe they'll actually come down. Probably bring, there was the old, there was, we use this, uh, probably six months ago, every 1% decrease in interest rates will bring 5 million more buyers into the market nationally, which tells you those are big, big numbers. Now, again, going from eight to six and a half is probably six months ago, we were talking about really six and a half and going down to five and a half, probably a greater impact that 1%. But we're working towards lower interest rates. Every indicator is the Fed over the next six months is going to start dropping. So good news on interest rates, going to increase competition. If you're a seller, be an interesting time. Buyers, a lot of competition. Anything else before we wrap this up? Have a great weekend.